So hello, hello and welcome to My Tennis Journey. It's great to have today's guest, Vic Allen, um, on the show. Um, it's the first time we've welcomed a guest back. Um, so welcome, Vic. Thank you. It's great to be back. You were the very first podcast that, that I did, which um, so thank you for, for, for doing that and for coming back on. Yeah, I know. it's um, It's been going really well, the podcast, so I'm really pleased that you asked me to come back. Oh, amazing. Hey, well, listen, Vic, uh, for those who haven't listened, I'm going to give a five second potted history of the first one, but feel free to go back and listen to it in the archives. Vic started playing in a park court in Ashbourne. A lady called Jenny Bull, very inspirational figure, was, was part of that whole setup. Uh, went on to play for Great Britain, went to junior Wimbledon, then went off to Florida State University, where in a first year with a partner, Petro, uh, was all American. So an incredible tennis journey. Um, and uh, we're going to, I mean, we're going to focus really in on, on life in America, life in America. But to start with, I'm absolutely delighted that, you know, following the All-American success, coming third in that UK Pro Series tour when you were back here, I'm delighted that you've been recognised by Derbyshire as the Derbyshire Women's Player of the Year. Oh, no way. Wow. Thank you so much. That's amazing. <laughs> Come on now, Vic. I know it was the first time I met you, I think, was at the Derbyshire Tennis Awards. Goodness knows. I mean, it's probably quite a few years ago. I don't, can you remember that? How old were you then? Um, I honestly think I might have been 11 or 12. 11 or 12. And I remember because Andrew Jarrett was presenting, wasn't he, with me that time. And, and I think he must have caught your eye or something and said, it's about the future generations of Derbyshire and tennis at a packed Pride Park Stadium. And, and I remember thinking, yeah, come on. And, and it was yourself. And however many years on now, that tennis journey continues, eh? Yeah, uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, on behalf of the Derbyshire Tennis Association, congratulations on that award. Very well deserved. And uh, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, surprise is over because I always send like questions over to guests don't I so I feel bad because I didn't send anything about that a genuine surprise but hopefully the the next few questions will be a little bit less of a surprise um now our first podcast we we, we started you know with the whole kind of journey that you've been on but now I'd love to know more about what it's like to be at a university in America and, and play tennis um First of all, Vic, how did you end up going to America? You did have a world ranking. I'm guessing you could have turned pro. Why did you decide to go to an American university? Um, I think part of it is like I didn't feel like my game was 100% ready to go pro. Like, yes, I had the world ranking, but to like keep climbing, I, I don't think I was um, ready, like mentally, maybe not physically either. Um, so by going to college, like, it gave me, it gives me another like four years to like keep improving my game and play a lot of matches. So then I can be ready when I come back out. Um, and also like, it is really difficult to go and play pro like financially as well. Um, and I was lucky, like if I, because I came here, I was given the scholarships, um, so that was another aspect. And then also, like, I think it is important to, education is important. So being able to get a degree while still playing 
was also a big factor. So there was, there was quite a few things. Yeah, and great combination, isn't it? The algorithm that led to it. And and in terms of, you know, you're a year and a, a little bit in now, you say, you know, you wanted to feel that you were, your game needed to come on still, that you were better physically prepared. Are you seeing that? Are you feeling as if that development's happening? Yeah, definitely. I think after last year, actually, I felt a huge difference because um, we'd just been playing like every weekend. It was like, matches been more normal um and I was just I knew my game style better so I knew exactly what I do like how I play and then yeah just being able to see the tactics and keep just improving overall and like playing that many matches improves you physically as well because you're just constantly constantly playing so you're tired but then you get stronger because you just keep going so it's funny yeah. is it because like you know saying constantly playing and we'll come on to it a bit bit later but I know Jenny Bull and I you know we kind of feel like we're in the Florida State University supporters club go Knowles and all that because there's so many matches that for us to follow on Twitter and um, there's so much action going on I should of course say that there's lots of Derbyshire players at American universities from May to Lauren to Lottie to Christian. Um, and hopefully we'll get a chance to, to, to chat to them on the podcast. But there are so many matches, aren't there? I know. We're playing every weekend, twice a weekend. <laughs> so. And if you buy into that purposeful practice improves your game... Yeah, boy, is yeah. I can't wait to see your game when you're back, uh, Vic, when you're back practising at Church Broad and seeing how it's coming on. Yeah. Um, and how did it end up that you went to, to Florida State? You know, were you offered lots by lots of different universities? How did, did that, that marriage come about? Yeah, um, it's funny, actually, because there's certain rules with college and the NCAA, which is like the body of college sports, and actually. Um, but I was contacted from when I was about 16 um, by various like universities um, and then I would just sort of message and message back and then um, I've been speaking to the coach here uh, Jen coach Hyde since yeah. I think I was like 16 um, so obviously I've known her for years now which is weird because I've only been here for like one and a half um, but yeah, then after a year or so, then it was, I got um, like went on recruiting trips and like went to visit some universities. Um, and then, so I came here, I went to South Carolina and Ole Miss um, in Mississippi. And then I just really like fell in love with it. When I came here, I got this feeling and just loved it. So. I decided to come here and that's that's basically how it happened. Isn't it? It's really interesting, you know, because having left the, the world of the corporate world to become a tennis coach. And when I look back and, and think it's the relationships with the friends that you meet along the way, you know, that I miss, that I get in touch with, that I keep in touch with. And it's really interesting to hear, you know, that those relationships were starting to build um from uh, quite a while ago because so many things in life come down to relationships yeah 
yeah definitely I think also like we're such a close team here like when people move on or graduate like we're still all going to be in touch I know our seniors this year who graduate they're going to come back and visit next year which is which is nice to know as well there's a particular team and if they're listening they'll know the one I'm on about and I felt we were a really high performing team and it's because we were like a family you know we'd do anything for each other we'd uh, when it came to, you know, dealing with good times and bad times, we were there for each other. And, and that sounds like that's what you've got there, Vic. Yeah, definitely. Come on. Now then, so what are the facilities like? Um, go on, make me jealous. What are they like over there? Uh, wow, it's honestly amazing. Like, uh, when I first got here, I was like, this is, I've never witnessed anything like this. Um, <laughs> so the courts itself, we have 12 um, there's a big stand that goes in the middle with seating for like hundreds of people um, and on either side of the like stand in the middle there's six courts and then six courts um, and then underneath there's offices, our locker room, team room um, Wow! and the men's as well so there's it's it's pretty big um, then we've got the American football stadium, which is five minute walk. Um, and it's huge. I think it seats about 80,000 people or more. 80,000 um, people. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's incredible. Like last year before COVID, like we went to a few games and it was in, I've never seen anything like it. Like it, it was Insane. Like, I mean, do you know what do it makes me think Vic like the kids have always said to me can they go to Disney and I always say no you know I'd, I'd rather like go exploring in the mountains or somewhere but are you near Disney could we combine the two of a trip to Disney and then obviously post-Covid this but coming to watch you play tennis watching this American football team honestly I think uh, we're about four hours from Orlando drive we can do it. We can do it. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get the Knowles UK branch supporters club, club stuff done. We will turn up when we can post-COVID. Oh, i tell you what, Vic, the facilities just sound amazing. So you've got these incredible facilities. What does a week look like from a tennis point of view in terms of your training? Um, so it's different when we're in season and when we're not in season. So in the fall um, is when we do like most of our training, but like without COVID, normally we have like a few tournaments, but they'd be more individual just so people can practice matches as well as training. Um, so like when we're in a training week, it would be practice for about four hours a day, Monday to Saturday. Um, and we'd have, fitness in there whether it's conditioning and like some strength sessions as well um and then around that we'd have class so you work the schedule around class so everyone tries and gets it at the same time so if we have class in the afternoon then we'll train in the morning um but then like for example fall this year we had class in the morning and then we would go and train in the afternoon to like 6 p.m. Um, it's yeah. an incredible amount of tennis, isn't it? It's, is it as 
is that too dissimilar to being a professional tennis player, but with loads of education thrown in? Yeah, honestly, I think it's I think it's the same. But you've got also you've got to worry about your schoolwork um, because if you're playing pro, like you'd probably be training four hours a day, and then instead of doing schoolwork, you might be watching like footage of stuff or like you know matches I don't know and then we're also doing recovery as well like because we have trainers who are like physios and that we have to do after we every day so we go and get in like the ice baths and um, we have so much technology it's incredible like we have these like it's called Normatech and it's where you put your legs in and it's like compresses it. So there's like pressure on your air to like compress the blood flow. It's helps so much. Yeah. And we've got, if if you're got an injury, there's so much, there's specialists here. There's like other technology that is just like, you wouldn't, I would never be able to use that in the UK. You know, it reminds me of it when I was, um, I worked in uh, football world and I got to do a tour of St. George's and see all the facilities that they had. Um, and it's similar, you know, they it, took us through their ice baths and all these different equipment that was incredibly impressive. It sounds like you've got a similar setup. Yeah, it, it is. Like, I've been to St. George's as well, and it's it's like that, um, just with the amount of technology and the facilities we have. Like, it's it, it, we're so lucky, Like, and we're not even professionals. We're college athletes. Do you know, so even more now, I'm wanting to give the children what they want with this Disney trip, because... As someone who's gone from this world of work into a world of tennis coaching, my body's creaking, even with this time recovering through COVID. I need this technology, Vic. Can you get me booked in? I think I'll come out a new person. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant. Nutrition, that a big part of it as well? Yeah, we have our own nutritionist for the team. Um, We get each semester, we'll get this... Uh, it's called DEXA scan and it like scans your body and gives you like muscle fat percentage like all this to see like how how your body is basically that scares me can I can I skip that bit the um (laughs) when I tell I told some of my mouse and calls friends will know I used to stop off for a cheeky happy meal sometimes on the way back from uh, from work I'm I'm a bit scared about that machine I'll keep out the way of that one but again just echoing in terms of that professional approach that is exactly what the England team have they have a nutritionist for their team don't they you know this just what an amazing setup it sounds yeah yeah we're so lucky spoiled really <laughs> amazing though um now i know this season fsu have reached as high as number five in the national rankings i know it's incredibly competitive how's the season been going um it's been going really well like it was it was tough because we didn't have uh some of our players back in the fall because of covid um so they came back later arrived in like january and then we basically went straight into season um, and it was different as it was difficult as well because we weren't playing as many matches like in the fall. So we some of us weren't match ready. Um, I was lucky enough to play a tournament just after the new year um, with another my teammate. We went down to Naples. Um, so we felt like we were match ready, but it is different. Like It's so weird going 
from an individual environment in the fall, not having all your team there and then going into the team matches because it's just completely different feeling because you're focusing on yourself but then what everyone else is doing because you want to win as a team like not just for yourself um but we've been doing we've been doing really well we've carried on how we were doing last year pretty much um been winning a lot we had a tough weekend this one but we played number one in the country and they're they're a really good team right now so and it's, it's a road trip it, it's a, it was an away fixture wasn't it and yeah, I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's been great following the, the I must say, the, um, the American universities in general for where the Derbyshire tennis players are, or where any players, for anyone who's listening, if, you know, if you're listening around the UK and you've got players from your area at an American university, the, the social media feeds are, are brilliant at keeping you up. I mean, uh, uh, keeping you updated. Um, you can, you can watch live streams, can't you? The matches, a lot of the matches, Vic. Yeah, yeah, it's... Um... Even when we're away, sometimes you can like look on the other team's website and see the live stream there. Um, but we have our own live stream for when we're home. Um, and if you can't, if you don't want to watch that, there's like live score updates pretty much every game um, yeah. when we're home. So. Amazing. So you road trip last weekend. I know you've got one coming up this weekend. Can you talk us through a road trip? You know what? Yeah. How do you travel? Where, you know, how far do you travel? What, where do you stay? All these kind of things. Yeah, well, we're in um, a conference called Atlantic Coast Conference, ACC. Um, so we play all up the East Coast, basically. Um, so we go all the way down to Miami. And then this weekend's the furthest we ever travel. And we're going up to Boston College in Syracuse, which is in like New York. Wow. Um, which is going to be amazing. Um, the coach told us yesterday. Apparently, we're driving through New York, and I've I've never been, so really looking forward to that. Uh, and then, so this weekend, for example, we're leaving uh, tomorrow. Actually, now, wow, that's, that's crazy. We just got back Sunday night at like one a.m. and leaving again. Uh, and then, so we're flying Thursday. Uh, usually we'll practice there and then get food, check into hotel, um, rest up, do like stretching and rolling in, in the corridors of the hotel. <laughs> um, wow. And then we get up the next day and then we have the, we play the game and it's usually like a few hours cause we get there maybe two hours before do like any pre-work we need Um any like taping or something like preparing and then we'll warm up um it's funny we have a, a match routine where we always play like tennis soccer over the net so we'll huh? split yeah. we'll split off and play team i think it's just to like get everyone loose and like just enjoy before we warm up you know like because otherwise you can people can be a bit uptight can't they so how are you with that Vic are you you know your good left foot right foot or is it a bit more have it and it's getting booted all over oh no gotta be controlled because like you gotta control it like it's not just like straight on the ground we're going over the net but I've got a lot better um left foot control and then straight over try and get it in the middle <laughs> why well, you be playing football when you're back in the summer yeah, I know. I was uh, 
I was missing it actually last summer because we finished and I was like, oh, I need to do some more tennis soccer before we start. But yeah, it's um, we started off shaky, but we're getting better as a team now. Um, and then, and then, um, then we'll do warm up and hit and then we go into the game and that can last a few hours. Uh, then after you will have food, like stretch, uh, roll out and then head back to the hotel, like do ice baths in the room um, and then like get food, roll again, like debrief with coaches, like talk about the next one. Um, in a normal season, we'd usually have the next day off. So like potentially if we travel, we might have to go the day we play the match, we'd leave. And then Saturday we'd be practicing again at the new place and same thing. And then after the match on Sunday, then we travel back. So it, it, it strikes me, you know, if there's a theme coming out of this, this episode is just how professional it is. You know, I mean, I've got to come back to it. It's professional, but how do you have time for studying, Vic? I know. It's, uh, it's all about organisation and thinking ahead. You can't leave things till the last minute because you usually don't have time. Um, yeah, like I have like a whiteboard on my desk and I write down like any assignments or things I have to do like for the week or two ahead. Um and then I'm like, okay, so for example, this week, I'm like, okay, we got back Monday, leaving Thursday. I have a speech class right now, um, but it's online, which is weird, but it, you can still learn from it. Um, and so I was like, okay, I, I was writing my speech over the weekend while we were away. And then I was like, okay, I need to record it before I leave Thursday. And it's just, so I was finishing the speech, like, uh, Monday and then I was like, okay like yesterday I recorded it and then submitted it because it was due Friday but once I leave I'm sharing a room with someone so there's no way I'd be able to do it while they're in the room. I love this idea of a speech writing course what what was your speech about? Um, actually this one was like an informative speech so we had to write about something we're passionate about and explain it to people so I actually wrote about tennis and then because it's weird people know tennis here but they don't know the scoring or anything or how to play so I was like okay I'm gonna um I'll write a speech about it and like talk about the rules and tactics or anything like that it's funny I was on the radio derby the other day uh, they had they're doing an a to z of hobbies and it, it was with their breakfast dj he's a funny he's really funny he's called Andy Twig Twiggy and uh, he would say to me, what is the scoring system all about with tennis? It's ridiculous. Why don't they go one, two, three? And it's kind of like the only thing I could say as well, Andy, uh, pure perfection has to be imperfect. I know that might sound funny, but it's true. All I could do was quote an Oasis lyric at him. Because <laughs> like, it is weird, isn't it, if you don't know what it is? I know. Like, I was actually thinking, like, because um, I live with beach volleyball players. Um, and they know tennis and they sort of know the scoring but one of them's like so is it like 15 and then they're like what happens if it's like 40 all and I'm like it's juice and they're like juices and I'm like no juice just juice. <laughs> juices. <So funny. laughs> it's weird isn't it you take it for granted but it is weird you know come on now then so you're studying 
I've just said, how do you find time for that? But then you've got to have a bit of socialising as well. You've got all this tennis, you've got all this studying. Do you find time for a bit of a social life? Yeah, yeah, I do. Like, it's just, um, it's if you organise your studies, you can get it done in time. And like watching lectures and or going to class, like if you set it at a time, then it's fine. And then usually in the evening, I have time, unless it's a busy week with exams or something. But I'll be hanging out with my roommates or we're a really close team. So often we'll hang out even when we're not at the courts, which is nice. So if we go get food or just watch something, you know, like we have time. Um, and our campus is actually really pretty. So if you're like walking around, it's just nice to do that. So sometimes we'll go on walks and stuff. So yeah. I know one of the things when I went to America and, um, you know, I, I, my, I, I loved like exploring the food outlets. I loved the local diners where I could get a root beer. I loved all the burgers where there was like square burgers. I, I loved it all. I mean, my favorite, I think, was probably Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. But um, I know you take your nutrition very seriously, Vic. I know you always, you know, you have done for years, but have you got any guilty pleasures over there in America from a food point of view? Yeah, there is. I mean, there's. We have a lot of good like um, sushi or like Thai places, and you get like stir fry or, like bowls of stuff. I mean, I know that's healthy, but if we're going unhealthy, there's like this chain. It's basically like McDonald's, but it's so much better. It's called Chick Fil A, um, oh. and it's like just. It is literally McDonald's, but it it's so good. It's so much better and. But if you had too many of those, then you'd be the DEXA scan, the body fat percentage would be getting way high. That's why I'm not going to that DEXA scan. The DEXA scan scares me. But now that burger place, that that is on our list of things to visit when we come over. Yeah, I would recommend it. <laughs> well, like that. I, I know it's a, a way away, away, but will you be back in the UK this summer? And, you know, have you started to think about tennis schedules? Yeah, it's um, it's really tough with COVID, um, and I'm not sure about the travel restrictions uh, coming back or getting back over here. Uh, so I'm not sure if I'll come back in summer or if I would come back straight away. Um, uh, so um, if I stay here, I might do like a summer school and do like one or two classes in summer um because I can still train here and be with coaches and I know I'll have another teammate staying um but if I do stay here then there are a lot of tournaments in the U.S. as well and that's my other thinking because I'm like if I come back to the U.K. yeah I'm not sure like how many tournaments there'll be um and if I would even be able to get into them because it's so difficult right now um so I'm, I am leaning more to staying here, but it's everything's changing always. So I have no idea right now. Well, Vic, we'd love to keep up with your adventures, whether they're back here or whether they're over in the US on the podcast. We must must make it a hat trick at some point. Um, yeah. If you're up for that, that'd be brilliant. Um, I know we started with the surprise on Derbyshire tennis. Just um, for for our county people who are listening, you know what what has playing for Derbyshire meant meant to you over the years it's meant uh, so much because I've always felt a lot of support from Derbyshire tennis and 
whether they've been teammates um, playing at County Cup or just everyone who is in Derbyshire and involved in tennis. Like I've always felt that support and it, it really means so much, like having people behind me. And even when I'm out here, there's so many people still following me and Florida State and supporting. And that's just so huge. I'm really, really grateful for that. Come on, Pete. And one final one. We've started asking everyone this just lately, but it's um, it's uh, it's just a bit of a fun one to finish. But if you could go for a drink with anyone, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Um, I think I would go with, like, the Obamas because I think they're icons and... Uh, I would just really like to speak to them and see what they're like in person. I think that would be an amazing opportunity. Do you know what I think with that? I mean, wouldn't that be brilliant? Both inspirational characters, but as you're working on a speech class, I don't think there's many better people of our generation at delivering a speech than Mr. Barack Obama. I know, I know. I just need him to help me out. <laughs> I, no, I, I think he would. I think he would. I think he would. There's some speeches he did in the run-up when he was going for it the first time and you just listen to them and you're completely mesmerised. If you're looking for a case study for that class, eh? I know. Maybe he'll see the podcast and help me out. <laughs> I'll send it. I mean, he, do you know, the other day I noticed on Twitter there was um, somebody had put, who's your most famous follower? And a friend of mine put Barack Obama. Now, so that is a connection, Vic. Uh, Joe, I will send you this and let's see if we can make it happen. Get that drink happening. Get the speech writing happening. <laughs> uh, oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Hey, well, Vic, thank you so much for your time. I'm sure everyone who's listening will know what a busy schedule you've got now. So it really is much appreciated. Absolute congratulations on being named uh, Derbyshire Tennis Women's Player of the Year. Uh, you know, amazing achievement. And uh, yeah, here's uh, here's hoping that FSU enjoy this next road trip. Go Knowles! Go Knowles. Thanks so much, Rob. It's been great.